Greetings. Thank you for listening to the Berlin Church of Christ podcast. Thank you, brother. Let's go ahead and pray before we go to the sermon. A gracious Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for this one occurred, even though we are not physically present. Lord, spiritually, we are here through this wonderful medium. Thank you so much, Lord, that you gave this uh, wisdom for us, my Father. Lord, we commit ourselves unto you. Speak to us. Speak to us. Let your Holy Spirit enlighten us with your words, my Father. Let us open our eyes and know what is the truth. And let the truth set us free, my Father. Be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I greet you once again in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as per the Old Testament reading, let's open to the Psalms 126. Let us compare what the Bible says, Bible, what God wants to talk to us, to our life. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And then it was said, among the nations, the Lord had, has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Amen. Amen. It's a wonderful, beautiful verses, is it? We would like to read such verses without any, uh, with all kinds of blessings that what uh, what we can desire of. Uh, have we, we have this in these verses in this chapter, Psalm one twenty six? It's beautiful. It's like God bringing back the captives to Zion. When we turn the scriptures to the Old Testament, we read many a times that Israel peoples were being taken as a captives. When we talk about captives, let's talk in layman time. It's like imprisonment. Imprisoned. They've been taken as a slaves. He was stated many times. They were been shattered around. They were beaten up. They were they were in pain and hardship. All kinds of sufferings they went through. Um, to pass through all these things. Because they forgot who their God was. They forgot that they should humble before the God. The prideness was with them when they forgot the God. Now here, when we read this first verse, when the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. So it is a past tense. This people, the one who writes the psalm, it's in the present thinking about the past and when I was in slavery, when Israel was in slavery, when Israel was doomed, when Israel was being captured. Now it was the time that I felt the pain. We had the pain. We are suffering one time. But now God has turned every kind of suffering into joy that I could think of it, that, that I could think all the things that God has done for me. And God has now delivered me, and now I thank with my mouth full of laughter and joy to God. Now, when we compare this to our day-to-day -day life, 
what is the scripture talks to us what does god wants us to know is that we might be in hardship we might have sufferings we might have all kinds of troubles that surrounds us that slay that keeps us as a slave we might be some someone might be or oh, many of these people in this world they are slaves still to the devil they are trying very hard to come out of it we have all kinds of problems around us as it sets in the scripture that every problem has an answer and god says when i bring you back when i deliver you you will sit back relax and you will give thanks as though you dreamed everything we have started this new year this is the second week but there in sight of god there is no old year there is no new every day is the same but as we live in this world we follow certain certain things what our neighbors follow what our society's teaches so in that case when when we have entered this new year a different year from the last one we might have missed many things last year there might be lots of troubles there might have been lots of sufferings pain agony we might have been in many kind of situations that we would have not want we would have need a deliverance immediately but it's gone away but god's promise is that for sure he will bring us back he will deliver us from all kinds of troubles all kinds of problems all kinds of hardships and sufferings all our desires is going to come true and god is going to give everything unto us if we do some of the things what god wants us to do when we buy something we see we see a star symbol conditions apply which means god is ready to do everything whatever we need whatever we desire for his goodness he will do it but with conditions apply even for the israel peoples when he brought back the captives then he always remembered them saying i am holy be holy do not forget to follow the laws and do not forget to be humble and fear god that is the one thing that he keeps on telling them every time when they go as slaves when he brings back he says his words and he asks a question why did you forget me why did you mingle with other gods yes of course nowadays we don't go we know what is the truth we know what is the light we are christians we don't go behind other gods but going behind other god means also to follow the ways of flesh when we forget what a god is who a god is what is capable of how he delivered us from all kinds of troubles when we were once in captives we forget many times and we follow the sin we follow the lust of the flesh everybody has a problem there is none without a problem even jesus had a problem in john 16:33 please turn to me john 16:33 
if any of you before me please can read it john these things i have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcome the world amen he has overcome the world now we have him who has already overcome the world who has already shown us the way how to do it but many a times we are stuck in this trouble many times we have been jammed it is it is very hard for us to come out of these kinds of troubles the troubles in the families the troubles among our friends the society the place where we live the devil will not leave us in peace when we go to office or when we work when we study when we go to universities we are obliged to behave as a worldly person we are obliged in in few conditions to behave as such the devil wants us to act we are obliged to forget god in, in certain situations we are obliged to lie or so, anything it might be but god says don't worry i have a solution i have overcome it do not fear those who can destroy the flesh but fear the one who can destroy your eternity the spirit and that is a god in matthew 10:16 let's turn to matthew chapter 10 behold i send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves brother can you uh, 10 verse 16 right can you please read again behold i send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves yeah thank you brother he says here be careful i'm sending you out where there are wolves where there are troubles where there are problems and in we know we know how wolves behave they go in packs they are opportunity opportunities they take the prey sensing any weakness or vulnerability through visual cues and and uh, hearing and scent they chase the prey often over large distances sometimes even few miles in order to find out the right animals or opportunity once they find the opportunity once they find the weakness in us they will destroy us they will tear us apart on the hunt wolves works together with certain individual typical carrying out their special role in hunting often based on age gender and social standing exactly as the devil does it waits for us it waits for our weakness once it knew that we are weak in certain things it will destroy us Jesus says I'm sending out into the world where there are people like wolves where they are ready to destroy you tear you apart they have no mercy these wolves have no mercy even lions when they are they, when they finish their dinner or whatever they eat when they are full stomach full they don't go and hunt for the prey even though the prey works in front of them it eats only when it's hungry it hunts only when it's hungry and many of the animals are like that they hunt only when they are hungry but these wolves are not like that they are greedy they are greedy 
they might have kilos and kilos of food at their homes but no when they see a prey they go run after them destroy them it might be small it might be big they will try for it they will seek the weakness they will attack it and jesus says be careful in this world you might have problem be careful you're weak the weakness devil knows what's a weakness our individual weakness and jesus warns us by saying be careful the only way what you can do that you be strengthened by me in corinthians chapter 10 verses 13 let's open to first corinthians chapter 10 verses 13 it reads like this so i'll read from verses 12 so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you don't fall no temptation has seized you except what is common to men and god is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it amen a only way is to trust on god a only way is to lean on him we might think that we are standing firm we might think we are knowledgeable we might think we are so sharp in finding out which side the wolves will comes and attacks us we might have all kind of strength in us physical strength mental strength but be careful that is the place where it slips that is the place where your weakness is shown to the devil one of the verse in ephesians it beautifully says the son of god has come down to this earth the reason is to destroy the works of devil so that we might really stand firm where god wants us to stand that our place will not be shaken now dear church whatever things we have lost whatever things we eagerly desire to receive it god is going to give us with the faith what we have read with the faith what we have read earlier the lady who was 12 years she was bleeding she just wanted to touch jesus she didn't know what jesus was who jesus was is he really capable of she might have heard only the stories that he is a healer he does miracles and she didn't want to even disturb him by calling him and talk, talking to him she had the faith at least if i can touch his cloak at least i can go near him i might be saved and the many times when when bible says that when jesus said a power left out from me who was that it doesn't mean that jesus does not know who it was jesus knew it the man jesus does not know maybe the god of jesus he knew it he know who it was but there the bible wants to quote that with your faith you can receive anything he knew jesus knew who it was but why did he ask this question who was it 
when he meets a blind he asks again a question what do you want me to do what will a blind ask of course for eyes for the eyesight but rather he asks a question what do you want from me when he meets a crippled he asks them again what can i do for you what will a crippled ask good pair of legs he goes to the house of sick and he asks the parents what shall i do why don't he know already what we need but why he asks these kind of questions to enrich our faith to show with faith that we can receive from him there is one thing that god cannot do is like he cannot lie he cannot be in the righteous unrighteous place he's a righteous god only anything is possible with god but only one thing is impossible he cannot be in the place of unrighteousness he cannot stand evil he cannot be in the place of evil likewise he cannot stay without blessing anyone with such kind of faith like that lady had to stand firm we need him we need the word of god in him what should we do for it we might have all kinds of request for this year and plans for this year i might do this one i'm waiting for this one or this one to be finished in this year hopefully by the grace of god to achieve some points to achieve some level in the family situations whatever it may be we might have some plans for the year 2021 but when we need to sit back in the year before the end of the year to dream about the past what we have lost and god has delivered us we need to do certain thing the first thing is going to be on second corinthians please send it to me chapter 7 verses 1 second corinthians chapter 7 verses 1 It says, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. In other words, in holiness out of fear of our God. The fear of God in Old Testament, the God of Israel, when he talks he talks many times the prophets everyone talks about the fear of god the fear of god brings wisdom the fear of god brings wealth the fear of god gives enough ages to live good wealth wealth without any curse blessings without any curse the fear of the god is the foundation of youth you want to live youth till you the 100th year be youthful then you should fear god and walk in his way many things many times in psalm 128 when you keep reading it you will read completely what happens to a person when he fears god such kinds of promises and histories we have in front of us such kinds of beautiful promises when we fear god what we receive the same fear that god is expecting us through christ he says since we have this promises dear friends let us purify ourselves cleanse ourselves 
with the blood of Christ from everything that contaminates body and spirit. Everything that contaminates us being as Christ, being, being as the one who follows Christ, being as one who imitates Christ, perfecting holiness out of fear for God. When Jesus was born, he was said he will humble before God. He was still on the cross before, till his death. He was obedient, he was humble, he feared God. And that kind of perfection we need to have. In Micah chapter 6 and 8, let's open to Micah chapter 6, verses 8. Verses 8, let me read. He has showed you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. That's what is expecting. That, that is what he expected and even now he is expecting through Christ that we come before his presence with love. And learn to walk humbly with fear of God. Time to time we forget that we should stay humble. That, to, that we should stay low. We forget. Once we achieve a little bit, a brightness comes up. Which is against God. We talk proud things before brothers and sisters. We talk proud things as though we, we have everything. As though we have gained everything through our strengths among our families, among the society. Of course, we should be proud, but in Christ. We should be proud that we belong to Christ, that He chose us, of course. But in the worldly aspect, we should learn to humble before the Lord. It is nothing with our strength that we have done it. We have been delivered by the will of God, by the grace of God, He has chosen us. We did not choose Him. Let's turn to Ephesians. Let me read some of the verses from chapter 4. So I tell you, verse 17, this, and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as a Gentile do in the in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. They do not want to listen who God is. The world does not want to know about Jesus. They want to keep them as a history. Some of them, some of the Russians whom I met, they said it's a fake story. Some of them still believe that Jesus came from the cross. He, he escaped from the cross. Their hearts are hardened. Verses 19, it says, Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so, so as to indulge in every kind of impurity. The continual lust for more. That is what the devil wants. He found of the weakness. 
So it's not going to be so easy for us to escape from it. We might have been in the weakness, impurity, lust of a flesh. But now it's time for us to wipe it away, to stand in faith, stand firm in His presence with all kinds of holiness that we, we can show it, with the perfection that we can show it in reverence of God, in fear of God. When we read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 10, when the perfection comes, the unperfect thing in our life will run away. Let's read it. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 10. Thirteen verses ten. It says like this. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see our face to face. Now I know in part, and I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen. The love that he showed, agape love, unconditional love upon us. Even though he know that we, we were in darkness and we will go behind the devil. We will fall for a weakness. He knew everything already. But still he asks the question. But still he stands with us and says, Let's turn the scripture again to Ephesians. And let me read some of the verse here from chapter 5, verses 8. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the, in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of light consists, consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. When you continue to read in verses 21, it says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, out of fear for Christ. Apostles, they might, they give us the good teaching. At the end, they say, with the reverence, with fear, you come before His presence. You do everything. Now with this, with this, we know that He expects us that we walk holy, with purity, with perfection, and in reverence for Christ. When we have these qualities in us, we will be sitting back once, and our mouths will be with laughter of joy, saying, I once was as a captive. Now God has delivered me from all kinds of troubles. He gave me everything I desired just because I feared Him. Just because I trusted Him. Just because I loved Him. Just for His namesake, I loved my society. I loved my parents. I loved my neighbors. I loved my friends, those who worked, 
with me, those who studied with me, I loved them just as Christ would do. I forgave them just as Christ would do. I was humble before them just as Christ would do. I came in the presence of God just as Christ would do. Now let's bow down our heads and pray. A gracious Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord. We thank You for this wonderful day that You gave us to praise and worship You. Lord, thank You for the words that You gave us. Lord, we would like to stand in Your presence, stand firm in Your presence, not to stand firm in our own thinking. Lord, we believe and we hope for the day when the perfection comes, the unperfect thing will run away. Lord, we know we have received it through Christ. You are perfect. Christ is perfect, Lord, in you. And we are trying to be perfect in Christ. Give us the grace. Give us the knowledge to find it out, to walk in His ways, to imitate. As Ephesians 5 says, be imitators of God. Lord, we, we, we would want to imitate you. Help us to hold you fast, my Father, not to fall for your weakness. The desires of a heart, you know it, my Father. The cries that you heard when we are alone. The pain of a heart, you know it, my Father. Please be with us. Speak through these words to us, my Father. Let this word bring forth blessings, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold blessings, not only to our family members and churches, but also to the society, my Father. You be with us, you guard us and you guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening and blessings from us to you.